Welcome back to episode eight, The Foundation, where we're really beginning to dive even deeper into this thing called anger management. How do you do it, right? Now, in the previous segments, we talked about a few things. We talked about in segment one, we talked about how do you have the right mindset. In the last segment, we talked about the right skill set. What are the skills you need to have in order to do it well? Now, in The Foundation, we're gonna break down those skills, right? The first thing being, understand this thing called hot thoughts. Hot thoughts, uh, hot thoughts. So, so, so there's what we like to call six hot thoughts. Six hot thoughts, right? So what are they? Well, these thoughts are things that we typically do when a person triggers our anger, right? And understand, all six of these thoughts are focused at that person, right? Focused right at that person, how we operate. The, the first hot thought is what we like to call labeling, right? Labeling. And, and usually, we tend to label people based on their behavior. Think about that, right? We label people based on their behavior. Uh, hey, you know who I'm talking about, guys. Lion Larry. You know, Lion Larry, the guy who lies all the time. Lion Larry, right? So, so we label people quite frequently. Or lazy Lindsay, right? Lion Larry and Lazy Lindsay. Where the hell I came up with those names? I don't know. But, you know, we label people. We label people. And so the challenge is, there's more to that person than that one thing that has happened or taken place. But when you label a person, it really begins to trigger how you feel about that person, right? And, and sooner or later, you constantly refer to that person based on that label, right? So I want to challenge you. Don't label people. Don't label people, right? The next hot thought we like to call is, is mind reading. This is a tough one, my friends, because most people, we think <laughs> that people should be able to read our minds. They know how I feel about that. I mean, come on, man. You know, they're a grown up. It's common sense. Oh, common sense is not so common anymore, my friends, right? So part of our thinking when we get angry is we think people should be mind readers. They should read our mind and know exactly what we're thinking, know the expectation that we have, when truth be told, they don't. So you gotta be careful and not force people or think that people should be mind readers. The next one is fortune telling. Right? We say, you know what? They should have known that, right? Because the signs are all on the wall, right? You, you know, they know we're doing this thing like this. You know, they should be able to read the fortune. Truth be told, you don't know what, what a person's thinking. You don't know where a person's mental is right then and there in that moment. So it's very, very hard to be a fortune teller or assume that the person should be a fortune teller, right? The next one, number four, is a big one for most of us in construction. It's called catastrophizing, right? Catastrophizing. Well, what's catastrophizing? Well, catastrophizing is making a molehill into a mountain all the damn time, right? This is the person that just blows every little thing up. One little thing goes wrong and you lose your shit over one little thing, right? It's all, we're always doing this. You always, no, most people don't always do anything, my friends, right? So, so try your best not to make molehills into mountains. The next one is should statements, right? Well, they should know better. They, they should know not to do that. They should know. I tell people quite frequently, stop shitting on people, man. Don't shit on people, right? Because oftentimes you don't know what a person knows, where they were raised, how they were raised, what they've gone through with leaders in the past. So it's important not to shit on people. And then last but not least, the last hot thought that is a very, very dangerous place to be is vengeance. A lot of times when people trigger us, 
and we don't do the work of finding out what's really going on inside of us, the next thing that we think about is, okay, how do I get even with this person? Be it demoting them, be it taking advantage of them uh, in a situation, causing them to do a task that you normally wouldn't. You got to be very careful as a leader not to get into this place and moment, right? In order to do that, you have to have the right skill set, the right mindset about anger, so that you can make sure that you really begin to challenge yourself and hold yourself as a leader to the highest standard there. How do you do that, though? Well, number one, you have to really begin to challenge what I like to call your irrational thoughts. All of us as leaders, my friends, we walk around with irrational thoughts. I mean, like, if you really think about it, they're really crazy. Thoughts like, hey, no one should ever make a mistake. That's bullshit. Come on, man. We all make mistakes. People make mistakes every day. So to think or walk around with that irrational belief that no one should ever make a mistake is crazy, right? Crazy, crazy, crazy. Another one is that thinking that people should always agree with you. Why? Come on. People have their own thoughts, their own motivation, their own opinions. And so understand people oftentimes won't agree with you. That's great. That's the society that we live in. So you shouldn't get angry when they don't. You should expect them not to. The fact that you expect everyone to agree with you or you get upset when someone disagrees with you says you're walking around with the irrational thought that people should agree with you, right? The thought that you should be liked by everyone is a very irrational thought. I've come to become very comfortable in myself and understanding that there are a lot of people that, that don't like Alex. And I'm going to be honest, I don't give a shit. I finally grew up to understand that and understand that it's an irrational belief to think that everyone will like me. Why would I want that anyway, right? When you become yourself and as you lead and as you find challenges within the workplace, you're going to find out that everyone doesn't like you. And that's a good thing. That's a good thing. And so don't be upset when they don't. Just say, hey, you know what? I understand that everyone won't and I'm okay and I'm comfortable with that, right? The last one is thinking that people should always act the way you think they should. That's crazy, right? You know, people are different. Some people are raised by wolves, my friends, right? So, so understand, people may not act the way you want them to or think that you should, and that's okay. You, you being upset the fact that they didn't do that is an irrational thought that you're walking around with that you have to really begin to challenge yourself to understand, why am I thinking this? How do I change this, right? So, so when dealing with others, especially those that you work with frequently. There's a couple of things I want you to think about doing. Number one, I want you to really begin to focus on behavior, not personality with people. What do I mean by that? Well, when I say focus on behavior, not personality, oftentimes we label people and their personality and say, well, you are a horrible worker. Ah, that's attacking the person. And when you do that, that's usually, that usually will not get a good result, right? You really want to say, hey, listen, no, uh, you want to identify exactly what that person has done. Hey, listen, you showing up without your tools several times this week is not a good thing. It shows that you are not prepared to be a great worker today. Right, look, you're not talking about the person's character. You're not talking about the person's personality. You're talking about their behavior. So if you can begin to be very clear on what's going on, it helps you handle some of those things that you're talking about with that person, right? That brings us to the next one, which is be very, very specific. 
don't don't throw these general blankets out where you always show up late or you always do this. No, no, no. Dial it in so that you can really have a great conversation with the person knowing exactly what you're talking about, exactly what is going on, so that you can begin to correct those things and really bring it to their attention, which helps you a ton with doing that, right? If you can begin to do that, you can do a phenomenal job with the person, right? For the last thing in this segment that I wanted to go over, it's understanding how do you deal with people when they're angry with you as a leader? Think about that. So, so up until this point, we kind of talked about what you as a leader and how you should manage yourself. But please understand, there are times that because of your decisions, the people on your team will be very upset with you. Very upset. And oftentimes, I have leaders who say, well, let them deal with it. I don't give a shit. I'm the leader. Bad, bad, bad take. Bad take, my friends. That's just not a good look, right? When we do that, I like to call that allowing your ego to get in front of you, and oftentimes that's the beginning of the end. It destroys a lot of teams, right? So, so what do you do? Number one, you have to understand the power of acknowledging the point. Even if you don't agree. Even if you don't agree, it's acknowledging the point. It's saying things like, hey, I understand how this could be upsetting to you. Now, I don't agree, but, but I do understand how this could be upsetting to you, my friend, right? Saying things like, hey, that, that's fair that you're angry by, by, about this, whatever the decision is. Or, hey, I hear you and I, and I understand, right? I don't agree, but I hear you and I understand, right? And then last but not least, saying, hey, listen, I, I see your point. I don't agree with your point, but I do see how you could be upset about that. Now, by doing that, please understand, it helps a ton. It helps you bring people together. It helps you have great dialogue, even when you don't agree, which ultimately helps keep the team moving in the right direction. If we're being honest, most people just want to be heard, my friend, right? Even if you don't agree with them, even if you can't change things, the simple fact of you acknowledging the point that they're angry, being willing to hear them out, even if you have to make a difficult decision that's against what they may think, it can still keep the team together. And it keeps you in a phenomenal viewpoint with your leadership shadow, right? Lining up what you say, how you act, what you prioritize, and what you measure. Because ultimately, we said in one of our previous episodes that creating belonging environments are everything. When you can begin to do that, game changer, game changer, right? So in our last segment, my friends, the frame out, we're going to really frame out some things that you need to think about doing that helps you out. And we're really going to outline body language because body language is huge for leaders because oftentimes our face says it all and it pisses other people off just by our body language. So tune in to the frame out where we really begin to frame out what you need to do as a leader, how you need to act, how you need to show up so that you can begin to have that open dialogue with your friends, with your team, with your family, those in your community, even when they're upset, you can acknowledge it and do a job well done, even as a leader with framing it out in the right way because you have the right body language, you have the right mindset and the right skill set to manage your anger. I'll see you in the next segment. So I want to thank you again for tuning in to No Bullshit with Alex Willis, the number one source for leadership development in the construction industry. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcast. And please, 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 don't forget to hit play on that next segment.